guys? You are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And welcome to another week, Halloween week. Joy. Boo. I wanted to do like a cool, like spooktacular, but it didn't come out right. No, I wouldn't ever entertain that. I should have practiced it and like sort of just threw you off through you throw you for a loop yeah maybe <laughs> and i would probably still like be like no bye felicia <laughs> it's halloween yeah you know how i feel about that so i mean don't get me wrong i'm not a big halloween fan i actually don't really like halloween that much probably because i i was scarred as a little child wearing crazy freaking costumes me too Oh my God, girl. No, nothing beats me in kindergarten. So I guess it was like super cold outside and my sister dressed me up as a clown, but it wasn't like a cute clown. No, I was like a fat clown and like (laughs) underneath my clown costume, she made me wear, or I guess my mom made me wear this like gigantic coat. So I was literally wobbling around in this clown costume with this big Afro wig while like while one of our cousins, she was, like, so cute in her little, like, Bambi outfit and, like, looking like a little kindergarten hoe. And here I was, like, looking like a just a fat clown. <laughs> and I, as an adult, I was just, like, I hate Halloween. I'm never doing this again. So you were traumatized as a child as well? 100%. Did you have a clown experience? Yes, that's exactly what it was to me. How ironic. Wait, you were a clown? Yeah, so I hate Halloween, as we discussed on on the podcast. I hate it. I absolutely never was a fan. And I think it was um, because of my childhood. So I was dressed up as these insignificant, not attractive characters (laughs) as a child. And I clearly um, affected my self-esteem. And the one that really, really messed me up was when one year my mom dressed me up as a clown. There is a picture somewhere. I hope to God it never surfaces because it's a hot mess. And I think ever since that year, it's just like my soul has been dead to Halloween. Me too, girl. I can't believe we have to find both of our clown pictures. No, mine needs to be buried somewhere. I honestly think that there's just one photo of me as well as a clown because I just, I never forget it. And I'm like, these photos cannot come out. And you know what? Ever since that Halloween, I have been terrified of clowns. It's almost like I looked at myself in the mirror and traumatized myself so much that I never wanted to see a clown again in my life. Oh, see, like I could do clowns. I just, I just can't do Halloween. Oh no. I gave up clowns and Halloween. Thank you, Maria. You traumatized me. (laughs) No, I just, I can't do Halloween and I never was a fan. I mean, don't get me wrong. I trick or treat and all that stuff as when I was younger, but as I was getting older, I never found it to be like entertaining to me. I never wanted to like go out to the, the clubs or the bars or go to a Halloween party. In fact, I'll never forget it. This is another one. Um, one year I was me and my boyfriend at the time, we went to a Halloween party together and I knew all right off the bat, I shouldn't have done it. I, I expressed to him, like, I can't stand it. Like, I don't like dressing up. I don't like whatever. So we did it anyway. He, you know, I thought like, you know, he'd be different. Yeah. Okay. He'd be different. And we would go have a good time or whatever. Sure as shit. We get to the Halloween party. We get into like this big ass fight and like literally the very next day we broke up. 
Ugh, well, just because he puts on a costume doesn't mean he's a changed person, girl. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. That sucks. Yeah, so Halloween for me, I mean, granted, and honestly, at the time, I really did care for him. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, like, you're you're thinking, okay, this person's going to change, like, me and my views or whatever, like, get me out of that funk or whatever. And sure, shit, just like everybody else, didn't happen. But it's okay. So I just know that, like, Halloween is not for me. It's never been for me. So I choose to work on those days and just do me. So it is what it is. I, I'm not, it's not a bad thing. It's just, I've never had a good experience on Halloween since a ki- since I was a kid. So why re, you know, revisit it? I agree. I feel the same way. So when I was younger, I did used to go trick-or-treating with my cousins, which was so fun, but I was never able to eat the candy because I would get home and my mom's like, you're not eating any of this. And I'm like, well, why did we walk around for five hours knocking on people's doors and going into these random like delis and bodegas to get all this candy if I can't eat it? But I was never allowed to eat any of the candy. So one, that ruined freaking Halloween for me. Two, I'm the same way. Maybe because our parents were immigrants and they didn't really understand Halloween that we were dressed up in the weirdest costumes. <laughs> like, I think in one of them, I was a calabrisella. <laughs> and we can take a poll on our Instagram this week how many of our chatters yeah. know what a calabrisella is. I can't, I can't breathe. Like, nobody knows because it's from the old fucking country. And it's basically like this gypsy looking costume. I brought like a tub with me. Like, this is not how you send a child to school. Dress her up as like a princess bride or as like, you know, a cute little dress. Like, not a calabresella. Like, I'm, I, I live in the new country now, folks, but... I, I feel the same way. I, I was traumatized as a child. But I, <laughs> you have I a do. Picture of this? I'm going to have to find the Calabrisella. <laughs> and I honestly, I kind of really did look like her. So I for those of it. you, for, so for those of you who don't know, so we'll like, we won't go to Instagram this week, but Calabrisella is sort of like, isn't she like the girl that represents our town? Like yeah. she's like the. The demure girl, and there's a perfume of her, and she's on all these perfume bottles. And she's sort of like the ultimate country girl, like the Italian country girl, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I was leaning more towards a gypsy, but yeah. Yeah, she's like a gypsy. There's a song about her. Like, she's very, like, famous, like, in our, in Calabria, obviously, because she's from Calabria. But you don't send a little girl to school like saying, "Oh, hey guys, I'm a Calabresella," and all of your all of your schoolmates are looking at you like, "Okay, <laughs> like this is why I got made fun of as a child." Oh my goodness, I can't. I did not know that, and I here I am thinking because I wasn't going to share my other costumes that made me feel terrible. But yo, you got me beat because one year I my mom dressed me up as yes, I'm going to say it, Spiderella. <laughs> It doesn't even exist. It doesn't even exist. I don't know where my mom found this costume. I literally, and I'm laughing my ass off right now. Seriously, because now as, as an adult, I can look back on my childhood and laugh about it. But this shit traumatized us. Spiderella? So you, were you like, you were like the Gullibus Hella version of Spider-Man? Uh, apparently. I didn't even know there was a thing. I She literally must have made it up. I have no idea where the hell she found this costume. I mean, I just, I really can't. Like, what was wrong with our parents? But I, I mean, you, no I idea. mean, 
you just you have to give it up to them because they really came here and they adopted the culture but you know at our embarrassment but it's okay but I have to say in college I did make up for it because I actually did go out to bars and I partied and I was Wonder Woman. I was a police woman. I was basically every outfit that wore like barely their clothing. So that that's kind of embarrassing too, but it's the truth. Yeah, I mean, do you boo? That's right, girl. But anyway, speaking of parties, where were you this week, miss? <laughs> yeah, I just got back from New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh man, what a what I I'm t- I had such an amazing time. It was it was real it was a lot of fun and the amount of history and agriculture um uh, uh, co- even cult- culture there. It, it's phenomenal. I learned so much. Um, I, it, it brought back a lot of stuff that I, I learned in school and what a, what an amazing time you have. I re- highly recommend it to anyone to go. I think like for a couple of days is a good amount of days because really, if you're not drinking there, you're not, you're not really taking anything in, but it's literally, and all you do is drink. Yeah. It's like, if you don't get drunk in new Orleans, did you really even go to new Orleans? You did. You did because there's like so much to do. I mean, we did ghost tours. We did. We visited uh, the cemetery tour. We we did. There was just so much. We um. There's um, like there's like little um like monuments throughout the city that you know were pretty historic as well. There was the the, the one of the churches there. We we went did a trolley and we did um we went around pretty much like the little high end places of New Orleans. Like we visited um. We're, I'm sorry. We drove past. I should say on the trolley. Tulane, um, Loyola, like all in uh, the downtown um, and upper and upside uh, of uh, New Orleans. It was just, it was awesome. We got a lot out of it for sure. And the amount of days, we were, like the short amount of days we were there, but we had an amazing time. And you ate some beignets. Is that what oh, they're called? Oh my God, Laura. It was so good. I was salivating at your, you and Gabby's stories. I was yeah. like, oh, these bitches. Yeah, it was so good. So um, for those of you who don't know, it's one. It pretty much what it is is like our form of Zeppelins. Yeah. Um, sort of. Yeah. 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 But I want to say it's a lot more there. It's a lot more fluffier there, and a hell of a lot more powdered sugar. That's for sure. Is it so? Is it as? Is it more dense? Like, is there more dough, or it's more shallow? Like, it's like a puff pastry. No, it's it's more it's more dough, I think, but more I don't. But it's just it's just so good that you can't like honestly after you have one, you can go on another one and another one. It was just so good, and like the the jazz music there is so amazing, so amazing. Um, the actually the first day we got there, there was a bar like so where our hotel was, we were literally in the middle of Bourbon, and um, where there down the street from us, there was this a cute little bar that we literally hit up every single day we were there. And the first time we went in there on the first day, there was this amazing jazz band that literally I went and followed on social media because they were phenomenal and just such soul music, you know, and it was just amazing. And the, some of the people there were super friendly and, you know, saying, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Number one, I felt a little old. Number two, I was like, okay, look at you with your like, um, and all. yeah, and their oh, mannerisms and everything. But some of the people were not so friendly. <laughs> really like they gave you side eye or they just ignored you no more like they just didn't want to be bothered type of deal like as if like you god forbid you ask like a question it, uh, not everybody it was like some people you ask questions do they don't want to be bothered with 
Oh man, uh, that's that's rude for that's not southern charm, right? That's what I'm saying. And for that, well, in what I was I'm not saying to you guys, but as I was saying to my sister and for um, our friends that we went on the trip with, like it, it just didn't give like the town a good vibe. You know what I mean? Those people mm-hmm. because you, you just bring it's a touristy area, and it's you, and they're kind of some of the people were a little bit more dismissive than others, but. Overall, I thought it was a great trip, and um, I had an amazing time. I experienced a lot of stuff. The food, um, I had some jambalaya. I had some seafood gumbo. You know, um, I find I had this their sweet tea bourbon. Oh, Ooh. oh my god! I had it on the last day because I couldn't find it anywhere, and um, I ha- I've had it on the last day. And what a drink that was! It was it was a perfect mixture of bourbon. So what they do is. It's sweet tea, like their sweet tea. It's with vodka, bourbon, and Red Bull. However, I don't do Red Bull, so I just took out the Red Bull. It was amazing. It's still amazing. I don't, I don't like Red Bull either. So I, but that drink sounds phenomenal. Yeah, no, it was really, it was really, really good. I was a little upset that I couldn't, I could only find it on the last day, but it's fine. And then what else? Oh, we traveled because the only place. So apparently, um, there's this. My sister had found it. It's called King Cake. And, king cake yeah and it's pretty much from what we what we gathered was that it's only pretty it's, it's around but it's really 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 popular during mardi gras so we couldn't find it we had to go out in outside of town to find it at this bakery that sold it and i think it was totally worth the commute to go get it it's pretty much like our cinnabon but imagine it in a cake format with a ridiculous amount of of uh, icing, and there's this. It's not. It's not sprinkles. I don't. I want to say like sugar candy, but really, really like diced finely on top mm. of it. Amazing, Laura. Amazing. That sounds phenomenal. I feel like I must go down to New Orleans. It literally just has my name on it. Yeah. No. It was a. It was a great. I. I like I said, it was a great time. Um. And that's the other thing. So around, I guess during Mardi Gras is when they could do the king cake with fillings. So you could have different fillings like Bavarian cream, strawberries, cream cheese, um, chocolate. And also with the beignets um, around that time is when they're also do filling. So when we were there, there weren't, it was just regular, it was regular cake and regular beignets, but whatever, still had it. It was still amazing. Um I think oh, so they we, really play it up for Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm glad, like, because we were discussing to go there around there, around that time. But I'm glad we didn't because from what everyone was telling us, it is so overly crowded. It's so hot. And I'm telling you, when at night when we were going out every night, you could barely, not that you could barely move, but it was already pretty much, like, you know, full, the streets. But I imagine Mardi Gras, you couldn't move. I wouldn't want to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Oh my God, no. I don't think I could ever go to Mardi Gras just because of my panic attacks. I feel like there'd be so many people. So I'd mm-hmm. either, I'd just have to get like super drunk. But um, when I was looking at your or yours or Gabby's Instagram, there was like a wedding in the street. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So there was, I guess that's like the thing to do down there. You get married and um, they, they celebrate in the street. Everyone's like your whole party, your whole wedding party, I should say, is literally like just dancing down the streets of bourbon and just having a grand old time. That is so freaking cute. I love that. I'm like, I cannot believe they do that, but they sort of do something like that in Calabria too. Oh yeah. Sort of. It's like just a Southern version of it. So 
they had um so they lead off with the you know, the bride and the groom and then her their media bri- uh, bridal party and then it's like the friends and family of it in the background and they're just like dancing through the streets they have like i guess the dinner napkins from wherever the hell they're having their reception at like just you know dancing they have the band it's just the music they're everyone's drinking um so yeah we saw that and actually on our way out when, as we were leaving I, uh, from what um, we, the other people around us were telling, it was a funeral. So, but they, but they dance and, and take over the streets too. So do you remember, I don't know how long ago it was when Kylie, um, they had it on their show, not Kylie, I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian, she got interviewed or someone interviewed her with the blackface. No. So there was an episode on Keep Up With The Kardashians that, that they came up to her with the blackface and. They were saying how because she was dating Kanye or whatever. It was like this whole big racial thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they did that here. So in the so as in the two people in the front are the, are have the black face. And then it's the person who ever passed away. It's like this big portrait of them. And then everyone's like dance. They're, everyone's dressed in black. And then they're all dancing. And then there's music. Oh, my God. I love that. So they're I... celebrating their, their life, essentially. That You know what? That's how it should be. Like, I need to put together a will that like one day, like in a thousand years when I die, like I would want that where it's like people celebrating life where it's complete opposite in Italian culture, where it's literally like you mourn for an entire lifetime and an entire year where it's like, no, we should be celebrating and like, you know, dancing exactly like that. I agree. Yeah, no, it was, it was very, like I said, the culture there is like so different and, I just it's learned, all about celebration. Yeah, it's a lot. I learned a lot for sure. I really did, and it was just like a really good time. It, it really was, and I mean, I recommend it. I totally do. So it was fun. So why not? And of course, I asked. I text Essie to bring me back a voodoo doll. Oh and, God! <laughs> like her sister texts back. She's like, "No." She's like, "The energy here." She's like, "You can feel like all of the energy here." Is that true? Like, if you can feel. Like the energy of the dead spirits there. So you would totally love it there because it's totally up your alley. So what 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 they say is New Orleans is all about ghosts. It's the, it's the biggest haunted city. I'm sorry, it's the only haunted haunted state or haunted is that even a word? I don't haunted. Know. Haunt, most haunted, right? <clears throat> sorry, um, state or whatever because of everything that it, it has had in the past or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, we went into one of the stores, um, which you know it's called Voodoo. Um, we went to one of the stores, whatever, because I'm like, what is everyone like making this big fuss about whatever? No joke lore. It was all about voodoo dolls and crystals and potions and, and all, all like um, the, uh, what's that, the, that herb stuff. I'm like, what is going on? My sister's like, we need to get out of here. It's bad energy. I feel it. I'm like, I didn't feel anything. I'll be honest with you. I didn't feel a damn thing. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is so fascinating. And I, of course, I thought it'd be, I'm like, Laura would love this stuff. Oh my God. I would freaking have a ball down there. I'd like bring a luggage just to bring back like all the potions, all the crystal balls, all like everything down there. Yeah. They I were, need it in my life. They were really big on that stuff, but yeah. It, I mean, if it, if that's what you're into. Oh my God, for sure. I feel like that's like, I would go to new Orleans for that. Like the witch tours and the ghost cemeteries and all that stuff, because I'm so into it. And I just love learning about the history of people and who's lived here and like, who's done what. So I think that that's really cool. And it seems like the history there is just incredible. Yeah. There's a lot of it for sure. 
Oh my gosh. It actually reminds me when you're talking about like this potion store, there used to be in the middle of, so I don't know if like you're familiar. I, I know you're familiar, but in Brooklyn, there was a predominantly Italian neighborhood called Ben. It's Bensonhurst where they have the 18th Avenue feast. And in the middle, when I was younger, they used to have this potion store on 74th street between 17th and 18th Avenue. And I swear to God, I must've been like 12 years old. And there used to be this this older lady who ran it. And the whole store, it was exactly like what you just described. She had like potions, lotions, like this huge crystal ball. And I would go in there at 12 years old and like make her make me all of these like potions for myself. And now that I think back on it, it's kind of crazy. Like 12 year old shouldn't be going into there. But it would it made like my love of all this stuff like grouse. So I feel like I would love New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, probably makes sense. That's why you like this stuff now. Yeah, totally makes sense. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time for sure. I missed you. It was very different. I was like, we detached for a couple of days. I know. Well, but... would you go back there again? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I would. I would go back again uh, for the the amount of days that I went. It was just right because um, there's there is there's so much to do and. You just want to get the whole experience, you know? And I'm glad I, I did that. So it was good. Oh, I love it. Well, while you were in New Orleans, I actually went to a museum. The I'm mu- sorry, what? A museum. <laughs> Say that again? The Whitney Museum. <laughs> what? How are you saying? It's museum. No, museum. No. Museum. <laughs> museum. I feel like we had this, like, it's like deja vu. Museum. It's a museum. Why are you saying Zam at the end? It's not a museum. Muse, how do you say it? Museum. Museum. <laughs> I can't even use. I went to a museum. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I went to the Whitney Museum. There you go. And um, so it's a museum. It's a modern art museum. And I've never really been, I've been to the MoMA, but like I haven't been to a, a museum of modern art in a really long time. So I was super excited to go because I love going to like new exhibits and whatnot. And I, I mean, this is just like my ignorance, but like I walked up and literally all this stuff on the walls look like I painted it. Like, you know, those paintings I send you, like, when I have my painting days and, like, you send me back, like, you're crazy, this is psychotic? Yes. Well, they're actually probably worth millions of dollars because these are the exact paintings I saw on the walls of this museum. It's, like, splatters of nothingness. And these these paintings are worth God knows how much. And I'm walking through it, and I'm like, what is going on here? Like... This stuff should not be sitting in a museum. And I'm sorry for all of you modern art lovers. This is just my opinion. But I just found it so fascinating that people were standing in front of something that I could have painted and literally standing there for like 10 minutes, like just observing this piece of art. And I'm like, guys, it's splattered paint. Like, what are you trying to observe here? (laughs) It was just absolutely ridiculous. Um. So you mean to tell me all those times I made fun of you? You're really like um, an artist? Yeah, I'm like a modern day Picasso. Okay. Yeah, and I I actually thought, so while I was in the museum, I got inspired and I'm like, why can't I become an artist and try and get my pieces into this museum? 
because museum, museum into this museum because <laughs> I mean I could become a millionaire at this point so how does one do that I don't know but I'm going to google it because I'm telling you you should see the paintings on this wall like it just it didn't make any sense to me like I understand where the artist came from because I paint the same exact thing but it's just like wow, I'm really like a modern day artist. So you might be seeing my work in a museum sometime soon. Okay, as long as you could like, you know, put a little um, like, I don't know, suburb next to it saying lunchbox chats or, you know, some free advertisement for us. Yes, that's actually a great idea. The canvas print can be inspired by our podcast. Right. I love it. And actually, the the best part about this whole experience was the after. So I went, have you been to Restoration Hardware? Uh, no. Have you what heard is, of it? Uh, no. What is that? Oh, my God, girl. You need to Google it. It is the most amazing. It's a furniture store. But mm. it is not like your typical, like, furniture store. It is the most glam freaking place that I've ever been to. It's in the Meatpacking District in New York and it's five floors of gorgeous furniture like it's it's literally like what I think of heaven to be like like I literally stepped into my heaven but on the fourth floor they have a bar so it's you can order a drink of course I ordered my champagne actually I ordered a Bellini and then you can just sit down on the couches and just lounge out and pretend like you just live in this amazing furniture store and then on the fifth floor, they have the most amazing restaurant. Like you feel like you're in this urban oasis on top of all of New York City. And they have these gorgeous chandeliers everywhere. We didn't get a chance to eat there because it was an hour and a half wait, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. But I will be going back and eating there. So I highly recommend anybody who's in New York City to go check out Restoration Hardware in Meatpacking District. You will not be sorry. I would even go on a date there. Oh, cute. Yeah, no, that sounds really nice. Is this an ad? I mean, I wish it was. Please, Restoration Hardware. <laughs> but, like, the, I mean, the furniture is, like, out of this world. Like, the couches are, like, I mean, it's not so bad. Like, $6,000, but, you know. No, oh, yeah, I'm no big deal. $6,000, <laughs> sit my cooler on something. No big deal. But they have, like, literally, you will die when you go in there. It's just, your mom would love it. Yeah, that sounds like a, that sounds nice. So while you're out looking at paintings, I'm out gallivanting New Orleans. I mean, we had a great week. Yeah, this sounds great to me. I think so. But you know who did not have a good week? Oh, tell me. Selena Gomez. Oh, I know. I heard about this new song that she just dropped. Oh. Uh. This girl, like, she breaks my heart. Even though I still think her and Justin Bieber are going to be getting back together sometime soon. Not sometime soon, but maybe in a few years. I think they're soulmates. I think she's... This song really got me all in my feels. I'm not gonna lie. So the song is called Lost You, Love You? Lost something. You, Love Me? Something. I don't even... Something about Justin Bieber. So yeah, something, even though she's probably going to deny that it has anything to do with Justin, but it totally has everything to do with Justin. And by the way, great time for a, an album drop, like how many weeks after their wedding? I know. Very strategic. I like it. Yeah. Like is Kris Jenner your PR? Probably. Probably. But the song is so 
beautiful. And I feel like when I listen to it, I, I think everybody can relate to it because it's about her being in this relationship with somebody that she loves and then they break up and he moves on in a very short period of time. And she's talking about her healing and one part of the song or the most important part is I had to lose you to love me. And I feel when I heard that part, I was like, wow, I can so relate to that because I was in a you know point in my life where that did happen to me. And I was like, this is and I so many women that I've spoken to, like over the last couple of days, like can totally resonate with that. Oh, yeah. I think everyone could uh, can relate to that type of song and her lyrics. I'm just I. You know what? I was never a fan of her and Justin together, but if this truly is about him, it's really sad because, I, I mean, clearly after they split, he really did move on ra- rather quickly. And I mean, the, his relationship with Haley was short-lived. And the next thing you know, it they're getting married. So I, I, I don't know. I feel bad. I really do. It's a great song. She's, I mean, if the, if the album does come out, she's being smart about it. She's taking pain and turning into money, honey. Hell yeah. And did you see what Hailey Bieber posted on her Instagram or Snapchat? No. What is she? Oh, oh yeah. There was this whole big debacle. So basically Selena drops the song. And then a few hours later, Hailey Bieber posts like a screenshot of the song she's listening to. And oh my God, I, I was like just listening to it, but I forgot the name of it. It's like, I'll kill you. Basically. It's basically a song about like, bitch, stop don't even like talk about my man because this is like the love of my life and like I will kill anybody who comes near him and the fans went crazy and of course Hailey Bieber comes out and she's like guys like this has nothing to do with anything like stop this BS like come on Hailey like who are you kidding girl like that that was so to Selena Oh, yeah, 100%. I didn't even read it after you telling me that's about her. Exactly. Like, how are you going to say it's not about anything? Like, we've all been there. Like, we've all been overprotective of our man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if I was that young, when and I probably have done this, and, like, my man's ex-girlfriend's posting something, like, hell yeah, I'm going to be petty and post something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, 20-year-old Laura would so do that. And I just, I kind of hated that she denied it. Like, just don't say anything. Right. If you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all. Yeah. So, I mean, my heart goes out to Selena, but at the same time, I think she's a cancer. So she'll be living in these emotions for the rest of her life. Oh, what a sin. I know, but it's sort of, but she sort of likes it. It sort of gives her life in a way. And look what great music she makes from it. Yeah, that's true. You also, you know who else is living in sin at the moment? Who? Lamar Odom. What? What is he up to? Yeah, well, he came back for some godforsaken reason because now he has to talk about his previous love before Chloe and now how he regrets it and blah, blah, blah. Why are you still relevant? Go back to the Europe where you came from. Oh my God. You know what? He's not relevant and he's trying to be relevant to probably like make some money. Uh, yeah, but he was in Europe gallivanting because he couldn't get a, a deal in, in the NBA here. So he had to go, like, overseas to play over there. And now he came back, and he was doing freaking Dancing with the Stars. I, I can't. And now you're uh, – because you're done with Dancing with the Stars, you're, like – I think he has some interview coming up. I think when this podcast airs, I think it's right around the same time, I think. Don't quote me, but 
something like that. And he has this interview and he's talking about how his before Chloe, he was with um, I can't remember her name. She was she she's an empire. She's um, Cookie in Empire. Yes, her. He was dating her, which I I mean, I don't need to know, but apparently he was. And he cheated on her with Chloe. And now he's like, oh, I regret it so much. Blah, blah, blah. Why are you still talking? What? Wait, so so now this, so Lamar cheated on this girl with Chloe and Tristan cheated on his ex with Chloe? Yes, like, Chloe, bye. Like, what's going on, girl? I don't know. I mean, there has to be two sides. Just because Chloe doesn't, like, take me for the woman that would be that other woman. Does that make sense? But she is. I don't know. I feel like there's something more to it. You know how, I don't know. And there's something about Lamar Odom that I don't trust. So, I mean, oh, my God, that sucks. Yeah. So, did, did this girl move on? Uh, yeah, she's she's uh, did amazing in the show. I think this is the last season of Empire. But she's engaged to some other dude right now, so do it good for her. Oh, good. I actually can never imagine her and Lamar Odom together. I Honestly, she's like that kind of girl that would put you in your place. So I could see it. I think she would have, I think she would have made him like a more of a man, if that makes sense. You know, I feel like he was out playing the whole time, whatever. I mean, look, he was cheating on her with Chloe. So, but I think she would have like made him step up his game. Yeah. Like she would have been like, stop your shit. Like, you need to concentrate on, like, the bigger picture here. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, she seems like that, like, badass chick. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Well, speaking of Chloe, I was actually listening to one of my favorite podcasts um, with Jay Shetty, and she was on it. And I just love that girl. She's one of my favorite Kardashians. But um, she was just talking about her whole thing is about just being 5% kinder to people and the whole show was about like really her finding peace and sort of moving on from the drama with Tristan and the way she spoke about their co-parenting was actually so beautiful because we all know what a dog Tristan is but like she's like look he did it to me he didn't do anything to our child and I can never stand in the way of him being a father to our child And I just, I thought that was, like, so respectable of her just because, you know, when somebody cheats on you, you can take it the wrong way and just be like, you're a dick, like, you're, that's it, and just fuck up the relationship between him and his children. But she's so being, like, the bigger person in it and really putting, like, the child first. Yeah, because she could have been super petty. She could have fought for full custody. Hell yeah, and she would have won, too. I mean, she's got the means for it, for sure. Yeah, and Chris Jenner's her mother. Yeah. God God knows what she would have put on it. But this podcast was so great because it was just like, you know, you, you think of the Kardashians and you think they're like, you know, these like fame whores and whatnot. But when you listen to her speak, you realize she's just like a normal human being in the public eye making lots of money. Like, but she at the end of the day, like she's a girl who works with all of her family and her sisters and she's just down to earth, and she just wants the same things that we want. And I don't know. I really like her. I like her. I don't like Kylie. I love Kylie. Speaking of Kylie, did you hear what she's she's doing? What? So she's apparently – I love Kylie. Like, so back 
away. Eh. Oh, here we go. My Leo Scorpio moon. But no, she is actually trademarking rise and shine. <gasps> I wonder if we can even say that. I was about to say, are we allowed to say that on here? <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. I mean, oh God. But, Let's um, not get sued, Laura. I know, seriously. But I think it's like she's using it for her cosmetic line. So as long as we're not making any cosmetics, I think we'll be fine, hopefully. Because can you really trademark something like that where it's like if people use it, you can sue them? Uh, she's a bajillionaire, girl. She could do whatever she wants. But I don't know about you, but I don't plan on putting out no lunchbox chats, lip gloss anytime soon. Yeah, I don't either. Although that would be actually really great. Maybe we can have like different like flavors. Um, I would go more towards a chapstick. Like a turkey sandwich chapstick? <laughs> A little mayo on the side, <laughs> like a, a mayo gloss. Imagine having a turkey sandwich. So the first layer is a turkey sandwich <laughs> chapstick, and you top it off with a little mayo gloss. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I can't. No, no, those listeners? I'm sorry, guys. I'm totally kidding. That would be disgusting. <laughs> that is raunchy. That is, that's so gross now that I think about it. But I mean, I, how cute would that be if we, if we launch a little cosmetics line? Um, chapstick, yes. Like, yeah, maybe we could be like dessert, like ice cream flavored chapstick. I don't know. And call it lunchbox chaps? The lunchbox chapsticks. <laughs> oh I man can't. I can't. you think i would be like drunk but this is this is me sober guys this is literally us on our conversations every day of our lives yeah and it's just like how do you not roll your eyes at me i can't i exactly anywho but i'm like i'm over her i'm over her trying to be a trillionaire at this point and, and you know i'm not hating i'm not hating i just feel like She's always in the news about something. If she's not breaking up, she's she's making quotes. If she's not making quotes, she's touring. If she's not touring, she's she's not in her family photos, and it's like a big deal. Like who cares? Just you're you're making money all all the time. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, I was actually watching an episode of the Kardashians, and it was like her and Chloe sitting down at the table talking about the whole Jordan Tristan thing. Uh-huh. And Kylie actually said, which I thought was very interesting, being the Leo Scorpio moon myself, when Chloe was like, "Well, how do you feel about it? You know, you're just so calm about everything." And Kylie's like, "Honestly, like I feel like it had to happen because me and Jordan were in this codependent relationship, and I didn't know how to do anything without her." So, oh. of course, in my head, I'm just like, that bitch manifested this whole situation. No, stop it. No, like, manifested as in, like, her soul was like, oh, my God, I need to stop this codependent relationship. But her body couldn't actually separate herself from Jordan. So the universe just worked its magic to, like, make it end. Oh, honey, That's that what... kind of reminds me of a lot of things I tell you about day-to-day relationships with you. I mean, but it was kind of crazy. I was like, wow, like they were in and she just seemed sort of relieved that like her and Jordan aren't even friends anymore. Like, yeah, she was sad, but the, for the most part, she was just like, you know what? Like it had to happen and it happened for a reason. Do you think they don't talk at all now? Like at all? I don't think they talk now. Really? Like, and this is just me. I don't know Kylie, obviously, but like from an astrological standpoint, like 
I don't think they talk. Because once a Scorpio moon is done, like, you're done. And by the way, guys, like, my little astrology talk. So we all have our sun sign. So that's the month we were born. But then there's the moon sign, which is our innermost nature. It's sort of like how we really feel about things, how we react to things. And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, we are our moon signs. And Scorpio moon is like one of the most intense moons and they'll love you forever. But once they are done, like they will cut the cord, burn it, throw it in the river. Like it's dead. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know how she cannot not talk to her though, because she's a godmother of the baby. (gasps) I didn't know that. Yeah. And I mean, they're best friends since they were children. So, I mean, that's, that's rough. It's rough. I don't. I don't know if she's, like, dead at her. I think it's maybe super small talk. I don't know if she dead at her, though. I really don't. No, I think she dead at her. Wow. I mean, that's sad. It's sad for the baby, though. Yeah, but it might come out. So I, I've been noticing a trend every week. Every time me and you talk about something, like, it comes out in the media. So maybe this week we'll find out, like, about Kylie and Jordan. Maybe. You never know. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, and last but not least, because I cannot talk about her anymore, um, cause it's like starting to hurt my soul is Miley Cyrus. Another Scorpio moon. She's a hot mess. She's been, um, she's been spiraling if you ask, if you ask me, but, um, so now she's come out with some freaking statement. Well, no, that's not true. She was out, she was on live on Instagram live, which why are you on Instagram live? What are you doing? She did a live? Yeah, that's what it was. It was Instagram live and she was talking about how um she hasn't never had like a real man and a real um I'm not even going to say the word cuz I don't even like saying that word. She never had a good good experience. Snake. Yes, yeah, snake, I guess. And um she thought she was like done dipping in that pool until she met Cody. And I I just feel like Damn. Yeah, like, number one, honey, why are you on Instagram live? Number two, (laughs) why are we being petty about it? Like, grow up. If you, again, I know I've said this on the podcast before, and I'm going to stand by it. If you got a result to social media to get your point across uh, to your exes by any means, you need, there's a lot of growing up that you need to do because there's no reason for that. For your relationship, if it's if it's true at any point of at, of your duration of the relationship, if it's true to you, you should be private. Number one and number two, like why are you airing out your dirty laundry like that? Oh, I'm so deeply disappointed because it's just like I don't know. You know, obviously, again, I don't know her and Liam, but like you could tell they had they had love there at some point. So why would you go out publicly and say something like this about a man that you were married to a man that you deeply loved just because you're going through some fucking shit. Like that is not okay. I agree. I totally agree. I I think, I think too, is that she obviously is going through it and she's, she's, she doesn't rebelling. Yeah. She doesn't exactly. She doesn't want to deal with her emotions and that's fine. I mean, adulting sometimes sucks and that means you do have to deal with your emotions and if there's anything i could you know preach about it's that it's sometimes it's it's raw you it, it you makes you vulnerable and you have to actually go through it and these deep-rooted issues to get through it but that's all like inner work and if you're not willing or able to do that then why don't don't go out and be dumb about it like you're on social media disrespecting your ex like that who once at one point 
you loved and you you were married to and now you know you're jumping and jumping to different relationships you're putting it on social media it's just it's not a good look it's it's for it's not it's and i'm over her to be honest yeah it's super immature i mean look like do we all like i know me personally like have I gone through breakups and I wrote these like outrageous quotes on social media? Like I was channeling Haley, Haley Bieber, like, yeah, writing all these awful subliminal messages, but like going out there and just saying all, but I never said anything like this, like going out there and sort of like slandering somebody in that way. I mean, girl, you got to grow up at some point, like process your emotions yes and you know i put that on our instagram page it's all about the process you got to trust in it because once you go through it you're gonna rise above yeah and it's just like so she didn't like what she was getting in bed so she turned so she became a lesbian for like two weeks and then she didn't like that and then she went back to liking guys like is that what happened yeah pretty much and she said this is like the best she's ever had blah 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 like bye felicia bye i can't miley girl you just not okay whatever happened to owning your shit and um you know working on yourself and however the duration that you need to be by yourself or with somebody else and and going through your stuff and then revisiting that and then going to that person who you once supposedly loved and like, look, I messed up. You messed up. We're two adults here. Either we're cordial and we, when we see each other in passing, it's fine. Or we go our separate ways, but there's no hard feelings. Whatever happened to those days where we could all be adults and, and deal with our own shit. I mean, I guess it just, it doesn't, I mean, you see a lot of celebrities doing that. Like Chloe, I mean, Chloe's like the complete opposite, but like, yeah, Miley, like, what is going on? What happened to that? But I feel like she's never been that kind of girl. Although at at one point, I did think that she was changing and becoming, like, a more graceful human being. But this is just, this is no bueno. No, she's a hot mess. I just, I don't know. I think I have more respect for individuals who own up to their shit and can can deal with it and work on themselves, whether it be through therapy or self-reflection or whatever it may have you, you know, and however long that takes to go through it. And at some point revisit that that situation with whomever and be like, look, like this is where how I feel, this is how you feel. Because I feel as if there's always three sides to every story. My side, your side, and the truth, you know, because how I perceive things is completely different than how, for example, you would perceive something, right? totally totally and like yeah yeah. if I were to tell you how what you said and did made me feel and then and then I then you tell me what I said and what I did made you feel and we could see a common ground and either keep it moving or shake hands and be like have a good life like you know what I mean what I don't understand why that's not possible yeah I mean it's a totally selfish move and you know she's not really thinking outside of herself and the repercussions like this can have on somebody else's feelings because imagine being her ex-husband right now and like seeing this and being like wow this woman who I loved is out there seeing all these things about me like I would imagine that he's even questioning every single part of their relationship yes yes and that's such that's I mean we've all been there we've been inside our heads and like totally questioning everything that are that the person we were with did to us with all their words were they true were they're just using us were they lying to us were they manipulating us 
yeah, because their actions of what's being happened right now says, says everything, you know what I mean? And especially on social media, like grow up. Yeah. Grow up guys. If you are out there going through a breakup, please don't go out there and like slander your ex. Just take the time and just be by yourself. Like go through your own emotions process, like journal it out, like go through your own shit. Like don't go out there slandering anybody else, even though you might get these urges of wanting to be petty and wanting to say all this shit. Trust me, you are not going to be okay with it in like three years from now. You're going to regret that shit. Oh yeah, I mean, go to therapy. Go do. Go figure out how to how to work through it or whatever. Because I'm. I mean, like you said, it best. It's super selfish, and I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in karma. That shit's gonna come back to you. You know what I mean? A hundred percent and full circle. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not even a month from now. But it's gonna come out back at you. And there's a reason why it was put out there to begin with. You know. So we'll see. We'll see. Totally. And I. I mean, I'm not a big believer in karma. But I do believe, like, she's going through her own hell in a way where it's like she can't doing that it's already coming back to her. So it's almost like, I guess it's karma in a way where it's like you put your energy and it's just mirrored back to you. But it's like she's living in her own hell in a way. And it's just she's not realizing it right now. But I think eventually it's really going to get to her. Well, yeah, because the first step is admitting it. And who you and I both know we half the time we don't like admitting it. But the 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 quicker I should say, and the faster you realize that the number one problem is is that what's happening, then it's the the process is easier to eliminate what you chip away at it, you know, totally. Do you think when you break up with a person, you go through those seven stages of grief? A 100%. Right? Yeah. I totally feel that way. Because I I look at those like seven stages. I actually did this like when I like broke up with a boyfriend. Like I was like, what am I feeling? One minute I was like angry. And then the next minute, first I was like in denial about it. I'm like, oh, it's whatever, like going out partying. And then you get angry and then you go through all these stages. And I'm like, oh my God, it's almost like you're mourning your relationship. You're mourning this person. You're mourning like who you were. And there's like a lot. So I think like after you break up with somebody, it's, you just need therapy. You need time alone. You need time to regroup. Mm -hmm. I agree. I totally agree. Well, hopefully Miley is listening to this episode and taking some notes, (laughs) but, but I know we're in Halloween week, but I have to share this with you. I know you're not a big fan of Gilmore girls, right? right? Right. But I am. And right before we actually started recording this podcast, my cousin sent me an, a link to an article that said the Gilmore girl set is opening from December 21st to January 5th. Warner brothers studio is opening the entire set. So you can go and eat at Lorelai and Rory's house. So I might be buying a ticket flying to Warner Brothers studio and going and just experiencing the whole Gilmore girl set. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think I would, but you know what? Like, why not? When are, when are they going to do this again? Right. Probably never. Probably never. So any of you Gilmore girl fans, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. Go ahead and Google December 21st to January 5th. And if you're going to go, let me know. Cause then maybe we can like take an airplane there together. Oh, yes. And then you could, um, you know, record it live on our Instagram story. That would be so fun. 
Yeah, good for you. I hope you go. Oh my god, Ed, we should do that for your birthday. Why? I don't like Gilmore Girls. All right. See, look at me being Miley Cyrus and selfish. <laughs> well, you know what? If, if how, wait a second, we can make this a trip out of this because I'll go with you to that set as long as you come down with me to North Carolina to go on the set of One Tree Hill. One hundred percent. Wait, the set is actually still there. Well. I lied about the set, but it's more of like where they did like the filmings. Oh, like the one- cafe. Yeah, like the cafe, the basketball court, the school. I would just love to be present there because I'm obsessed. I'm down. I love One Tree Hill. I will come with you 100%. Okay, we could kick. Um, yeah, do, we'll do both of it at the same time. Oh my God, 2020, here we come. That'd be fun. Yeah, no, I would t- I've always wanted to do it. I've always, always wanted to do it. And I'm so tired of saying I want to do this. You know, and now it's time to take things in my own hands and do it myself. Amen, girl. Good. Okay, so let's let's vision board. Vision board 2020, Warner Brothers Studio, Gilmore Girl Set, and One Tree Hill. Yeah. I love it. Oh, so perfect. we are at my favorite segment of our podcast, our gratitude session. Yay. So what are you grateful for this week, girl? I am grateful for the ability to travel. Ooh. Yeah. So um, as you guys know, as I shared in our pod- my podcast um, a couple episodes ago, I talked about how for an entire year I wasn't able to travel due to my surgery. And I feel as though after afterwards, I've been taking that, you know, into consideration and realizing how lucky I am to be able to do that. And um, especially coming back from this trip, um, I just love it and I need to do it more because I'm, I'm getting more comfortable with doing it. I feel like I always get like this anxiety and super anxious and going, all these things going through my head when a trip is coming up and I need to like sit back, relax and do my breathing and realize like at the end of the day, this is good because I'm growing. You know, what's weird. I actually get the same anxiety right before a trip. Yep. So what shows up for you there? Um, I just get in my head, like all these things are going to like, all these bad things are going to happen. I'm going to get sick or there's going to be a ridiculous amount of turbulence or I'm going to miss my flight or I'm not going to get my baggage at the baggage claim, like dumb shit that I know it's, it sounds so, so petty. And so, okay. Like nonsense, but really like it's going through my head at like a thousand miles an hour. And I'm just like, okay, take a second to breathe and realize everything's going to be okay. And I can do this and I'm able to do this. So I have to do this, you know? I totally get it. I literally feel the same exact way. It's like, I want everything to be perfect and I want to be in control. But meanwhile, the lesson there is to just let it go. Yes. I got it, girl. Well, this week I am thankful for my mama. Oh, I love her. So I was just like thinking about her because I get into these like moments. I'll literally just be sitting on the train and she just, loves me so much and I still can't wrap my head around how much a mother loves their child but I was just thinking especially like in the last two days of like childhood and like what a awful teenager I must have been to her like screaming and yelling and yet every time she would come back and she would just love me regardless and she was just a stand for this unconditional love So it's just like to be loved by that by another human being just means everything. And 
I just love my mama. I don't give her enough credit and I don't tell her I love her as much as I should. So this week I'm super grateful and I'm actually going to call her and tell her how much I love her. Aww. I love it. Well, that is all we have this week for you guys. Yes. We wish you a happy spooktacular Halloween. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so you know you can catch us every Monday here on Spotify. Click that follow button, click that subscription button, as well as our Instagram page, and follow us. And I'm sure, well, I'm not sure, but hopefully we'll come up with these Halloween pictures and be able to post them this week. If not, I'm telling you, you're not missing out because it was very traumatic for both of us. Yeah, you're really not missing out. But you can go ahead and share with us your old Halloween pictures because we'd love to see you. Yes, tag us. Let us know. Until next week, guys. Peace out. See ya. Bye.